Ravin Daf Tzadik Zayin Twelve Lines and Abayin Tzadik Vav on the Beis Amar Abelazar Abelazar says Hamaytzi Tchelus Bishok. If someone found Tchelus in the Shok, and we know that in order to use Tchelus for Tzitzis, they have to be made Lishma. So Lishanis Psulis. If you found them as processed, combed, and dyed blue wool, then they would be possible to use for Tzitzis. However, if found Chutim, found strands, then they would be Kshemer to use for Tzitzis. So the Gemara says Maishnol Lishanis. Why are Lishanis that are going to be possible to Amar? Because we say Adaita the Glima Tzavinu that you must have made them in order to place them in a beggar. Maybe you spun them in order to make a beggar of them, and they weren't made for tzitzis, and therefore they weren't lishmar as well, and therefore they should be possible. Gemara answered Bishazurin that they were actually spun and twisted together, and therefore it looks like they were made at tzitzis. Maybe they were made in this way that they were twisted because you're going to use them as a decorative item on the hem of the beggar. Gemara answered Bum of Sakim. We're talking about small strands, they were cut into sizes that were usable as tzitzis, and that generally that size would not be used as decorative items for the hem of beggar. The Gemara says, because a person, in order to make them to be used for the hem, would actually have to take multiple strands, tie them together, and then start making them into the decoration. And that's not something people would be tarechen. It must have been done. That was cut this way in order to use for tzitzis, and therefore it must be that it was done lishma, and that's why it's kosher. I'm Rava. So Rava, according to you, Rabbi Lazar, you just said he said that people aren't tarech to do certain things. So are you going to say that people are going to make a techa and be tarech to make a kmeya that looks like tefillin? That's not. We have a Mishnah that says, when do we say that you could carry the tefillin from the Rishus Hayyabim into Rishus Yachabim's When they were old tefillin, they looked like tefillin. If something looked like tefillin, but they actually weren't completed tefillin, as we'll explain later, pata, it's going to be asa to carry those into Rishus Yachid, and we explain because they may be a kmeya. Rabbi according to you, how can you say that we should be chayshut that should be a Kameya, if it looks like tefillin, people aren't going to make Kameyas to look like tefillin. They make an amulet, they make it in a pouch. So Rabzeir told his son Ava, go and tell them this price is, and this price will be a riot to Rablaza. And the price it says, If they were chut and they were cut, they're going to be kosher. And the price says, that it's kosher because it's mufsakin, because a person doesn't do techas, it is like Rablaza. Rabzeir says, that's not a riot just because you found some sort of b'risa. Not every b'risa is in a genuine b'risa. Just because Ab B'rid Rabzeir had some sort of b'risa, keep it you can hang some sort of award on him, like you give him a gold ring or some sort of pearls. It's not something that's such a major raya. A b'risa is not necessarily always genuine. But we have a Mishnah verse that says, So you see that we are worrying that a person would be matriach even to make a kmea like film. So the and he said the price is wrong. Alan Rav Rav says Tarech v'loy Tarech Tanayi. This whole concept, if a person's Tarech or not Tarech, is actually Machleik Tanayi. The Tanya we learned in the Brisa, Hamaytzi Tefillin Machnis and Zug Zug. Like our Mishnah says, you're allowed to bring them in one set at a time. Echad Ish v'Echad Ish. It doesn't make a difference if it's a man or a woman. And we continue on Tzadik Zayin Amid Aleph. Rameya says Echad Ish v'Echad Ish. Shines to Rameya. Rameya holds it doesn't make a difference if it's Chadash or if it's Joshin. No matter what we say that we must be Tefillin because Einadim Tarech. And therefore you see that's the Sheet of Rameya that Einadim Tarech, which is going to be like the Sheet of 
However, Rabbi Yehuda is exactly like the sheet of our Mishnah. He says, It must be because he holds that on Tarech, which is against Rabbi Lazar, but it's Machleik Tanayim. Alma, Masa, or Tarechinish. It comes that Rabbi Yehuda holds that a person would be Tarech to make a command to Tefillin. And the same thing in the case of Rabbi Lazar, but again, that a person would be Tarech to take short strings and tie them together in order to make some sort of fringes at the edges of the baggage. And Rameya holds that a person would not be Matriach. But the Gemara continues and says that it's possible that Rabbi Lazar is actually going Bain Lafi Rameya and Bain Lafi Rabbi because both Rameya and Rabbi agree that Kuli Alma, a person wouldn't be Tarech, and therefore in the case of Rabbi Lazar also, you could go and use the tzitzis because a person wouldn't be Matriach to go and tie together multiple strands of tzitzis in order to use them for the fringe of a baggage. Because Bahashri, the Tani Abu and Shmuel by Yavitzchak, Ela and Yishan is what are considered old film, called Shiesh Ben Ritzuis, if they have the Ritzuis in the film, Umakusharis and the Kesha of the Dalad and the Yud are on. The film. For example, we know we have by the Kesha of the Tfilin Shalyada Yud and by the Kesha of the Tfilin Shalyash, we have a Dalad. And Chadashis, the case of Chadashis in the Mishnah is not about an amulet. Of course it was Tfilin, but Yesh Ben Ritzuis, it has Ritzuis, but the Kesha of the Tfilin was not yet formed yet, and therefore you can't wear them as Tfilin unless you tie them. But the Kuli Amaloi Tarachinish, of course everyone agrees that a person would not be Tarach and make a Kamea in the shape of a Tfilin, and therefore in a Chadami, everyone would agree to the Shita Rebeleza that's Loi Tarachinish. Now, we have to understand the Shita Rameya and the Shita Rabbi Yudah. So, Lechai Rameya holds that even though you can't actually tie and make a Kesha Shakayama on Shabbos, that's us, and therefore you can't make the Kesha Tfilin on Shabbos, but Rameya holds that Niva is good enough to be Machshit Tfilin. And therefore, Rameya holds, even by Chadashis, where there was no Kesha of the Tfilin, you can make a bow in the form of a Dalad Yud, like we see in the Gemara later on. And once you make this bow, then it's going to be Machshit Tfilin, and you could be Yitzay and wear them in the street on Shabbos, at least in a case of. As we learned in the Mishnah, but it's still not a Kesha of Benigaya Shabbos, and that's why it's Mutter. And the Gemara now will explain the Shita of Rabbi Huda. In fact, the Gemara, why don't you just make a bow, and that should suffice in order to go out with these Tfilim? From here we see the Rabbi Huda Shita is Aniva Psulu Betfilim, that a Kesha of Tfilim has to be a Kesha Shokayama. Abaya Abaya argues on Rabbi Huda and says, Rabbi Huda Tamei, the Amma, Aniva Kshirim Ayasihi. Pshat isn't that Aniva isn't good for Tfilim, because Abaya holds that even if you're Rabbi Aniva is actually good enough for Tfilin and it would cash the Tfilin and you'd be Yitzhak with the Tfilin. However, there's a problem because you can't make even a bow on Shabbos and you'd be over the Issa Derisa of Kshira even by making a bow on Shabbos. But the Gemara now asks on Abaya, time to Dani Vikshira Malyasi. You're saying that the reason why you can't do this on Shabbos is because it's to the Kesha, if it would be during the weekday, you'd be able to make a bow and that would be Machshir Tfilin. The way you make the Kesha of Tfilin, is Halach Lameh Shemisi. Now, like Rashi points out, there are three letters benegated film. There's a shin on the actual bias of the Shalresh. There's a dal that's formed with the Ritzuah with the Kesh of the Ritzuah of the Shalresh. And then there's a Yud of the Shalyad which forms the letter of Shakai. And you have to use the beautification and put it on the outside that people can see it. But the point is that you see it's Halach Lameh Shemisi. So how can you say you're going to go and make a bow? A bow is not going to form the letter of the dal and the letter of Yud on the Shalresh and the Shalyad. What we meant over here, what we said, you make a bow, you make a bow in a way that it forms the Dal and the Yud. And the Gemara continues, If someone is a reseller of Tefillin, and he buys from a wholesaler a bunch of Tefillin, and he buys them from someone, it's not a Mumcha. You could be Baidik two of the Shalyad, and one of the Shalresh. You check out the Pasha to make sure this person did a good job. Or you could do two of the Shalresh for Acha Shalyad. So at this point, you have a Chazaka because we have three checkings of the Tefillin. And the Gemara asks, 
we should have a svar to say as follows. If you say that when you're buying wholesale from a person, the wholesaler also only buys from one person, then live like that you should check. Just do three of the shalyad or three of the shalyad and that should be enough. Why do you have to do two and one or one and two? And imi trade plus a gavri's oven. If a wholesaler that's selling to the reseller, he's actually going to buy from two or three different people or multiple people, then every pair of tulin should need its own checking because there's no chazaka at all. The Gemara answers, that even though you buy it from one person and the wholesaler also buys it only from one individual, still you have to make a chazaka by checking the yad and the rush. The Gemara now is, that by tefillin, you buy three of the shalyad and of the shalrash. My love, what does the b'risa mean? Three of the yad, or three of the shalrash, but not two and one and one and two. The Gemara says, all it means is you have to be by three of the shalyad and the shalrash, which means either two and one or one and two, and that's good enough. Mehen shalyad, mehen shalrash. Some of shalyad and some of shalrash. Vatan Rav Kana, there's a b'risa of Rav Kana that says, b'tfilin b'idik shtayim shalyad, vishalrash. There's only a need to check by tefillin two of the shalyad and shalrash. The Gemara says, Hamani Rabbi, that's going to quote the Rabbi's famous sheet of the Gei Chazaka, the Amr betrays him, the Abba Chazaka, that just two times forms a Chazaka, and that's why you only two. And the Gemara is, I Rabbi, if you're saying this Brysa of Rabbi Kana, is Rabbi a Masefer? Let's see the Sefer of that Brysa Rabbi Kana brought. The Chaim Betzavas Hashem, the Chaim Betzavas Hashlishi. If there were bundles of Tvilim, you have to check all the bundles of Tvilim the same way. Be Rabbi, if it's going to Rabbi, Shlishi Mislay, while if you Rabbi, we have to check the third bundle. If you check two bundles, it's Chazaka. The Gemara answers, Maybe Rabbi Betzusayim. If there's bundles of Tvilim, there he agrees that you have to check them all. The Betrayed Plus the Gavri's Oven. It must be that the wholesaler had different packages they bought from different Seifrim, and therefore you have to check each individual bundle and make sure that there's at least two kosher tefillin in each one. According to this, then why three? L'chari should be multiple, even four or five. I feel chabishinami. And Chalami the Gemara says, of course, that's the truth. That the reason why we said three is just to say that even though Rabbi generally says the standard of Chazaka is two, I'm saying this is a case where it goes out of the standard of Chazaka and you don't actually form a Chazaka because we say that he must have bought it from three or four or five people and therefore even if you have ten bundles, you have to check each individual bundle that you have at least two kosher tefillin in each bundle. Like we explained. And the Gemara continues to explain on Mishnah Metzon The Mishnah said if you found a tefillin what does this mean? It actually means the same thing. That the difference between them is when it's a just means that the pairs of tefillin were tied together and then put together in a large bag or a large sack. Krikhais are exactly the same except they were loose tefillin they weren't tied together at all and they were just left in loose heaps. And the Mishra said in regard to the case of Tzusayim and Krikhais that you wait until after the Shabbos and then you bring them into the city. And the Gemara asked why do you wait till after the Shabbos why don't you just bring them in the pairs it might take you more time to just bring them in I understood from my father Rabbi Yehuda he told me that the case of Amishnah is saying as follows if you'll be able to bring them in as peers and you'll be able to finish bringing them in before the end of Shabbos then we allow you to bring them in as peers on Shabbos however Viloy, if anyway you wouldn't be able to finish and you would still need to go back anyway after Shabbos to complete the transfer so we weren't matter you to carry and wear the tefillin on Shabbos which of course as we explained previously is a kula and therefore we said we require you to stay there and protect the tefillin and watch the tefillin the entire Shabbos and then bring them in to the city the Gemara continues the Mishnah said when there's a sakana you should cover the tefillin and then you should go into the city and you should not take the 
Tzfilin. Tanya, we learned in the Brayse, Uvesakano, Melichem Pachas Pachas Me'Abamis. The Brayse doesn't say B'Shas Sakano you cover them. The Brayse says you can walk less than four Amis each time, so therefore you never have an Akira and Hanacha in a Rishis Ram of four Amis or more, and therefore there's no Issa Deraisa, and then you continue doing that until you get to the ear. So the Chari does steer between our Mishnah and the Brayse. Amrav, Rav explains, like Kasha, Habesakano's Goyim, Habesakano's Listim, that there's a difference between a Sakana of Goyim, which we'll explain in a moment, is talking about this Pikuach Nefesh issues over here. And therefore, over there we say just hide them and run away. But by Sakana's listen, if you have people that might go and rob you, and then they potentially could come, and even if they don't rob you, they're going to be looking for things, and they might find a tefillin, and they'll be mevazed at tefillin. Over there we say you could carry them pachas pachas midaladamis and bring them into the city on Shabbos. And we turn to Tzadik Zayin and Bezan. Let's see Rashi seven lines to the top. Mastisim b'Sakana's goyim. This is second pshat in Rashi. And this is the way he likes the Gemara. And actually, based on the gears, this makes a lot of sense. That the Mishnah is talking about a Sakana of goyim. What's the Sakana? They said and made exera. You now have placed fill on you. This din of sakana is going back on the entire Mishnah of Hakikam and saying as follows: When is sakana? Maybe you'll be killed. It doesn't make a difference if it was one pair or if it was multiple pairs. In that case, cover with it. It shouldn't be bizarre. Leave them there. You could go away until after Shabbos. And don't move them, because maybe there'll be a problem of Sakana Safashas. Ubraisa, the Brysa that says you can walk Dal Dalid, the listim goyim. The Sakana the Brysa is referring to is that there are listim that might rob you. And therefore, it's going by because It's only going on the case of the Sefer. In the ratio where you're only going and taking Zug Zug, there's no problem. If they're listim, it doesn't make a difference. But the Tani Machshikalim we said over there we have multiple bundles and you can't take them all in before Shabbos. So wait till the entire Shabbos. And in that case, it's going to be dangerous for you to wait there. And the Sakana's listim, Shuyari Lachisham, Malikim Pachas Pachas, Midal Amis, then bring them into the city by going four Amis at a time. Don't leave them there. Shuyari is also a listim, man, because otherwise the listim will be Mizals on them, they're not going to be a Minig Bazayan, and they'll be Minig and Minig Bazayan. They're going to look for money, they're going to open them up, they can do all types of things, they're going to be invasive of the film. The Gemara continues and asks a question. Amal Abai Abai asks, but my Kimplomasis with Sakana's Goyim, if you're saying our mission is referring to a case that it was Xer Shmat and it was Pekuach Nefashis, aim a safer, let's see the safer Mishnah, Rab Shimon Aimer, nice look. Go give them to your friend. Your friend will give it to your friend, and you'll make some sort of a chain in order to get them into the air. In that case, for sure, you're going to be making noise. You're going to be a whole tumult. People are going to be walking around. The guy will come and see what you're doing, and this will cause even a greater potential for Shimon Really, we're missing something in the Mishnah. When do we say such a din that you should go and hide them? Only list but if it would be a Sakana of Listim, Malikum, Pachas, Pachas, Bidal, and Amis, the Talakama holds that you yourself could go and take them and go and move them less than four Amis at a time, like we explained in the Brisa. And Rab Shimon, Rab Shimon and the Mishnah argues in Talakama and says, You form a human chain in order to bring them into the ear. The Gemara says, What's the machlegs between the Talakama that says you do a Pachas, Pachas, Bidal, and Amis by yourself, and Rab Shimon that says you have to form a human chain? And the Gemara says, According to the Talmud, it's better to do it by yourself and do it less than four Amis at a time. Because if you follow Rabbi Shimon's Eitzah and you do it with multiple people and make a human chain, that's going to be a bazillion Shabbos and it's much more publicized that you're doing this. But however, if you're going to go and let them go and do it by themselves and carry it less than four Amis at a time, at one point, the person might make a mistake and carry it more than four Amis and it'll be even, it's the right of carrying it more than four 
in four Ames. The Gemara Also, we had a case in the Mishnah where there was a child that was in the Sada and you want to bring him into the city. Why is a child in a field on Shabbos? He explains that talking that the mother had the child in the Sada on Shabbos and that's why you bring him in in order to protect the child. Why, by the first case in the Mishnah, doesn't say Afilu Hemeya and in the case of a child that says Afilu Hemeya, the Gemara says, even though and he says you shouldn't go and do it by yourself by tefillin you might think that's only by the tefillin but by the child it would be difficult on the child if you keep passing him along to different people and then maybe you'd say that you should do it with yourself by going and carrying it like on that Rabbi Shimon says even over here we still say you should form a human chain and bring him in in that manner because we're worried that you'll be over and carry four Amis in the Ram, as we explained before and the Gemara continues Rabbi Huda the Mishnah said Rabbi Huda holds you can even take a barrel and go and move it from person to person and you can even get it outside the Tchum in that manner and the Chacham said back to him how can you do that but everything a Kli has a din of Shvisa based on the person and therefore since the Shvisa of a person is within 2,000 Amis by the fact that another person now takes it outside even if you give it to that person and you back it to him the din is it goes by the original Bailam that owned it Arab Shabbos so there would be no possibility to do that for Gemara the lesser Rabbi Huda do you say Rabbi Huda is arguing on a Mishnah that says that everyone agrees that even if you borrow or you buy a behemoth kli, the din is it has the regal of the bailam, has the din of the shvisa of the tchum shabbos of the original bailam, and therefore you can't take it out of your tchum, even though now your tchum is different. In our case, we're talking about a very specific scenario. You didn't take a kli with water and just carry it outside by passing it from person to person. What you did was you had a kli filled with water, you pass it from person to person, and when you get to the end of the tchum, you actually moved it to another kli, and then you moved it outside the tchum. Now, the kli never went outside the tchum. The only thing went out of the tchum is actually the water, because it was now in someone else's kli, and that person has a right to move it as far as his tchum is, and since his tchum is much further, therefore there wasn't a problem in this case, because Rabbi Huda holds that Mayim has no tchum, the tnan. Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda holds that there's no issa of taking out water outside the tchum, because there's no mamish in water. And Rashi says, in order to be quiet by the every single individual could move the water based on their own individual tchumen. The Rabbanan said to Rabbi which means that you can't take the barrel more than the regular Rabbanan. Now, Rabbi Yudah also agrees to that. Just Rabbi Yudah says over here, we're talking about only taking out the water and that would be muta. And the Gemara answers, what the Rabbana meant to say, not about the barrel, they're not talking about the jug, they're actually talking about the water. What is in the barrel you can't take more than Ragla Balium, and they're arguing Rabbiudah, even though you Rabbiudah hold that Mayim Eimah Mamish, we hold that Mayim also has an Isra Tchum Shabbos, and you can't take it out of the Tchum, even though you transfer it to another barrel that didn't belong to the first person, but belonged to the second person that's taken out of Tchum, and his Tchum Shabbos is much further. Before we continue, Rish Lakish said in the name of Levi Saba that Rabbiudah has a Shita that Mayim is not going to any Shvisa, and has no Isra of Tchum Shabbos. Now, where did he know this from? This is based on a Gemara in Mesechus Bay, the last parak that says that if a woman goes over to her neighbor and borrows some salt or water in order to place in her dough, and each of the women have different Tchum Shabbos, then the dough now has a din of Tchum Shabbos based on both of them, and it can't go further than then the smallest Tchum Shabbos or to the Tchum Shabbos of either side, whichever is less. And on that din, Rabbi Huda argues and says that the one that gives the water has no Shlita on this dough, and it doesn't actually cause any Issa on the dough, and the woman with the dough could walk wherever she wants. So that's the concept. Mayim 
is not koina any shviso and has no isa of tchum shabbos. Fret gemara eimed the shabbos led rabbi yudah. When did we hear this? Did rabbi yudah hechad the bliim isa? That's when it was put into a dough. But hechad the snow ben el where it's actually here. It's be'en mishamitli. Who said that he doesn't have a din? It's not going to be bottle. It's actually here in front of us. Of course, there's a din tchum shabbos on that. And the gemara actually brings a proof that this is the svar rabbi yudah because hashda bekadera am rabbi yudah loy butli by naya butli. We know that rabbi yudah says b'negeya pot of cooked food where the water is actually not be'en completely. It's a liquid because it's some sort of a gravy at that point. And still Rabbi Yudah says not bottle and there's a din of Tchum Shabbos on that. So of course Pe'en, where the water is actually just in a pail, of course that water should not be bottled and should have a din of Isra Tchum Shabbos. Panya, because we have a Bryson Bay, Rabbi Yudah, and Rabbi Yudah himself says, Mayim umelech betelem b'isa, Mayim and salt are actually bottled in Isra and there's no din Tchum Shabbos, but Pe'en betelem b'kadera, we play right for. And it's not bottled in a pot because of the gravy. It's actually Pe'en in some form. And therefore certainly Benigayah water that's actually and not even a gravy. Of course, Rabbi Yudah would say that Mayim is koin shvisa and has an iser tchum shabbos. Um, Rabbi Rabbi says hachab bechavish shekons shvisa or Mayim shloy koin shvisa askinon. We're talking over here in our case. The barrel itself had a koin shvisa and had a tchum shabbos, but the water that was in the barrel was never koin shvisa. Why would it not be koin shvisa? We just said water is koin shvisa even if you're Rabbi Yudah. That's because Rashi says it was actually filled up today on Shabbos from some sort of a spring or from a river, and we learned before. That it always gets a dinner of Tchum Shabbos of anyone that wants, and it doesn't have a specific Tchum Shabbos. So, therefore, if people pick this up and now carry it within this area and then go out of Tchum, there's no problem because no one actually was kindness, and therefore the Mayim never got a Kinan and Shvisa. Now, how about the barrel itself? Rubber doesn't say over here that you have to actually pour it from one barrel to the other, and the reason is because the Butler Chavis of Gavi Mayim, since the Chavis is only here in order to make sure the Mayim stays, but the Ika over here is the Mayim, therefore the Chavis is Butler. And there's no iser to take out the chavis, even though it's going out of the tchum. And we bring a right because it's not like we have a mishnah. If someone takes out a live person on a bed, pata your pata afalamita. Why? Meplesha mitet feiloi. Hamaytzi oichem pachem nechshir bechli pata afalakli. Meplesha kli tafalai. The same idea. That's something that's tafal to the item. There's no iser to carry it, and therefore, just like there's no iser to carry it, there's no iser of tchumin on the kli itself. Master Rabbi Yisro, Rabbi Yisro has a shaila as follows. Rabbi Huda, we have a brayse that says Rabbi Huda says b'shiyor and nice and adam chavis. When you're going in a caravan and you're stuck on Shabbos, you don't have water, then we'll make it to you and we said you'll have to take a barrel and give it from one friend to another friend and you can form a human chain. It's mash, but Bishiyara in, the only time Rabbi Yudah said it's din is only when you have a caravan. Shaloi Bishiyara loi, but if there's no caravan, we would give you this hat. Now, the feet away, Robert just explained it. Why should that be din is din? Since the water we have is filled up from a Mayan that doesn't have a din of Shvisa and there's no din of Shabbos on the water and therefore the barrel is bottled to the water, it should be even if there's no Shiyara, of course. It must be that in a Mishnah we're talking specifically Bishiyara, and therefore, according to Rabbi Yisuf, you don't have to give this scenario where the water is the type of water that doesn't have a din of Tchum Shabbos. It can even be talking that the water and the barrel have a general din of Tchum Shabbos because the water is and it wasn't taken from a Mayan. However, we still say that it would be mutter to carry because you're going with the Shiyara, and therefore, because you need water, we will make it. The Gemara says Abaya, Abaya actually comes to protect Rabbah and he says Bishiyara Afilu Chavish Kansan Shvisa Umayim Shkansan Shvisa. If it would be a case of a caravan, then even if the Chavish was Kansan Shvisa and the Mayim was Kansan Shvisa, it would be mutter to go and do this. But Shaloi Bishiyara, even if there's no caravan, then Chavish Kansan Shvisa Umayim Shaloi Kansan Shvisa. Then it has to be the specific case of the Mayim that was not Kansan Shvisa, as we explained with Rabbah, and that's why you're allowed to carry it because the Chavish is bottled to the Mayim that was filled up from a Mayim which doesn't have a din of Tchum Shabbos. And the Gemara comes and brings another Pshat and Rabbi Yudah Rav 
Rashi says, and we're talking about a chavis, that was hefka. And umayim the hefka skin on. And we're also talking about water that's hefka. And therefore, there's machlekes between Rabbi Yudah and Rabbi Yechem Benuri. Rabbi Yudah holds that since it's mayim of hefka and chavis of hefka, there's no din of tchum on something of hefka. However, Rabbi Yechem Benuri disagrees with Rabbi Yudah and he says, over here, but there's no bailum. So how can you say you can't go more than the regal of the bailum? The Gemara responds, according to Rabbi Yechem Benuri, all it means is these water and the kalim can't go more than if it would be a kli that has bailum because there's a din of Tchum Shabbos even on the water and kli of Hefka and we'll stop over here.